Hi, Odyssey fans. I'm Bob, producer of the Adventures in Odyssey Club. And I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. Welcome to the official Adventures in Odyssey podcast. We're coming to the end of another year here on the podcast, and what a year it has been in the world. I don't think any of us will be forgetting 2020. And I don't think you'll be forgetting uh, today, Bob, because it's a special day. It is. My wife and I are celebrating our 25th wedding anniversary today. Thanks, Jess. Congratulations. And it was a really memorable year for Odyssey, too. Uh, We had album 68 out of the blue and album 69 best kept secrets and 12 new episodes in the club plus those family time videos back in april two new blackguard chronicles books two new imagination station books a young wit book and much more and that's why we brought the odyssey team together for some q a about the past year and what's coming next and let's give a huge spoiler warning right now because the team is going to discuss nitty-gritty details and big reveals for both album 68 and 69 so if you haven't heard all the episodes yet Stop this podcast now and listen after you're up to speed. Okay, with that out of the way, it's time for some A's to Q's. Go team! Hi, this is Nathan, and I'm here with uh, some of the team. We're here to answer questions. I've got Dave Arnold, executive producer. Hello. I've got writer-director Phil Lawler. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And I've got writer-director slash showrunner Marshall Younger. Nice to be here. And Marshall, before we get too far here, can you tell us uh, what that new title means? Yeah, so this is the first time this this title, I think, has come up is, uh, is a, a showrunner, which means I'm uh, in charge of the overall direction of the storylines uh, in Odyssey. So, um, so all scripts uh, that come in will, will go through me. And uh, that's a new position that I started um, back in October. I'm really excited to be here. We're excited you're in the position. And mm-hmm. we'll, all the writers will be sending you a little extra Christmas gift this year, too, just to get on your good side. <laughs> wait, wait, it's wait. Nobody ma- gave me Christmas gifts when I did that. <laughs> wait a minute. I sent you one every time. I think it went through Nathan, though. You better talk to Nathan. <laughs> uh, There's a lot of nice stuff sitting around in my desk here. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> Okay, we've got tons of questions here from listeners. We can't answer them all, but we're going to try and get to as many as we can. Our first one is from Scotland from Tequot Lakes, Minnesota. Hey, I was wondering how Tom Riley died, because I can't find any adventures in Odyssey when he dies, and it's like, it'd be really good to know. Ah, this is not the first time we've gotten this question, and the first time that Tom Riley's passing is mentioned is in Legacy. So, Phil, can you help Scotland with the question? Well, um, you know, I I think Scotland is right when uh, Scotland says it'd be really good to know. I I don't think we have a definitive way yet that Tom Riley died. Hmm. We haven't Um, seen that in an episode, in other words. We haven't really seen that in an episode, and I'm not sure that we're actually going to see that in an episode. So um, just suffice it to say, uh, Tom has departed but Tom was a wonderful Christian man, and so we know that he is in the arms of his Savior. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, that's, that's kind of where it is right now. Uh, but we can tell Scotland we're not planning on doing a flashback episode that reveals specifically how Tom died. Is that fair enough? Right, right. That's yeah, fair enough. At this, Nothing in the at this point, we have no intention of dealing with it, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope that answer helps you, Scotland. At least it tells you you haven't missed an episode somewhere. Yes, that's that's the important thing. You haven't missed anything. It's it's uh, it, and thank you for searching through the entire catalog to find out <laughs> episodes. Wow, that must have taken you a while. <laughs> searching for a needle in the haystack, only to find there is no needle. 
All right, our next question is from Michael from Charleston, West Virginia. Hi, Odyssey team. Uh, I had a quick question about the Rydell Revelation Part 1 and a plot point that I think was left a little bit hanging. Uh, Matthew asked Emily why she went into the kitchen instead of the bathroom. And Emily really doesn't have a good answer for this. And I find it kind of weird that Emily would go to the kitchen instead of the bathroom. So why did she at the end of, uh, at the beginning of Further From the Truth instead of going to the bathroom? Thanks. Wow, if that's the only plot point that we missed, <laughs> dangling, that's pretty good. We're doing pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Obviously, it was we we talked about this because yeah, we needed you know we needed Emily to go into a, a private place that not there were there where there wasn't a lot of traffic, obviously, and a lot of people, and the bathroom seemed like the logical place, but you know, Wit's not going to go into a girl's bathroom. So that's why we had her go into the kitchen instead. So yeah. it was just, yeah, it was just trying to maintain protocol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Wit's not going to go in there when somebody else is in there. He might go in there to clean it up later, but he's not going to go Well, we don't want to talk about that occupied, either. But, you know, <laughs> people do stuff in Odyssey just like they do all over the world. <laughs> Their bathrooms need to be cleaned too. <laughs> they do need to be cleaned. Connie cleans those bathrooms. Well, I hope that answers the question for you then, Michael, Uh, but it's a good one. So thank you for that question. Uh, Let's jump over to our next one, which is from Kaysen from Neosho, Missouri. I was wondering if Mrs. Mado will ever come back to Odyssey. Thank you. Love and appreciate you. Bye. Oh, we love and appreciate you too. That's really awesome. Um, Mrs. Mado, you know, she's a great character. And when we get a great character, um, when we, when we fashion a great character, uh, yeah, we, we don't, we don't want to give them up. So there's a chance, there's a real, real good chance that she might make a, a, a reappearance in a future episode. So, uh, you know, the main thing you got to do is just keep listening. That's the best we can do right now. Just keep listening. All right. Next up, we have a question from Ella from Tacoma, Washington. And she asks, What's the newest album called? Ah, very succinct question. And a right very succinct point. answer. Finding a way. Yes, album 70 is called Finding a Way. And album 71 away. is not yet titled. That's not the name of it. It's not called Not Yet Titled. It's just <laughs> Not Yet Titled. We should so be cheeky enough be someday title, to, for an album. to title an album that. Yes. We should. Hey, Marshall, can you give us a preview of a couple of the episodes in Album 70 since you wrote yeah, um, uh, quite a few of them? Okay. Um, a couple of the shows. This first one, uh, there's, there's one called Unrelatable, which we just did a um, we, did, we just did a, a bonus feature for the album uh, on that because it was the very first remotely recorded show in Odyssey history. Uh-huh. So uh, that was that was really exciting. And uh, the um, and then there's uh, there, there are two other shows on it that that, uh, that I've written. Is there's, there's one called Jumping Off, Jumping In, which is um, uh, another installment for the Perkins family. I've really enjoyed writing for this family, and and this one is um, is one where Wyatt we find out Wyatt's superpower, which mm, uh, wow. uh, mm. it's not a real it's not not a real superpower, but he thinks it's a superpower. And then um, uh, the Protector is is uh, another show that that's kind of the sequel to Jumping Off, Jumping In, and that's uh, when we find out how how Wyatt begins to use his so called superpower. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, jumping off, jumping in is my is my favorite uh, Perkins show so far, and uh, and the Protector has the my favorite last scene uh, of any show that I've written in in a while. Um, wow, so. nice just, teaser. Just, it just, is a very very that, yeah. it's a it's a really nice scene. It's a very nice scene. It is. What yeah. else is in that album? 
We also have uh, The Christmas Bells, which is an episode mm-hmm. that you worked on, Phil. A little bit of an out-of-the-box oh, yeah, show. Yeah, Do yeah. you want to give a quick mm-hmm. preview of that one? It's a great show. Uh, well, it, it actually uh, is about uh, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, um, mm. one of America's greatest poets and mm-hmm. one of his most well-known poems uh, called The Christmas Bells. And... Um, there, there's a lot of there's a lot involved in it. It's, a, it's it's packed in pretty great. It was a very fun episode to write and record. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my understanding is I haven't heard it yet, but my understanding is that it's uh, it, it turned out really really nicely, thanks in no small part to um, to Gregory Jabara as Wilson, who is, is Wilson Knox, and just uh, just his performance is wonderful in it. So and thanks in no small part to Nathan Jones as well. Yeah, we've got to give a shout out. Yes, to Nate and Nathan on this Jones one. as Nathan Jones is. Um, uh, production on it is really fantastic so mm-hmm. um, a fun episode and we should also say this album has an episode called let's call the whole thing off which actually picks up where the Rydell revelations left off so phil can you give us yeah. just a, a quick uh hint on that episode well um as you know with uh, where the Rydell revelations left off emily is not um happy with Maury and Suzu and even with Wit. And so part of this episode deals with that situation. And yes. um, it's really kind of a, a very nice uh, intro into the future of those three characters together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not together, as the case may be. So listen, listen, listen. <laughs> so uh, let's see here. Next up, we've got Edwin from Lot, Texas, and Edwin has this question. Will we get any more kids' radio productions of some stories like Pinocchio? Well, you know, we did do, uh, in the club last year, we did uh, the Rumpelstiltskin story as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wilhelm Holstein has come back to uh, <laughs> take over his brother's uh, Holstein bookshop. Mm-hmm. And this uh, coming February in the club, Mm-hmm. He's going to be doing um, a show called Kopfkino, which means movies of the mind. And the subtitle is A Hare, a Hedgehog, and a Doof. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Great title. Great title. Love it. Well, you came up with it. So, yeah, it was I know. <laughs> brilliant title no brilliant wonder title. So just good. a brilliant brilliant title great brilliant title that was another uh that was another episode that was recorded all uh remotely wasn't it yeah all it was remote. indeed yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we're we're in the age of uh covid so we have to record remotely and uh so far it's actually worked out pretty well i think yeah and we, we should give a shout out on that one to the entire cast, but especially to Dan Hagen, uh, who yeah. plays Holstein in that. He no, he's uh, wonderful. is fantastic. All right, let's move on to question six here, which is from Hannah from Anchorage, Alaska. Will the Matsners ever adopt Buck? Hmm. That is the question of the hour. Yeah, we, we, it's, 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 it's really um, timely because we, we were discussing that uh, as as a writing team, very very recently, and so uh, there's there's a there's a show in 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 the writing stage right now that uh, that we're looking at that will answer that question. Hmm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're not going to say yes or no at this point, but it will answer yes. that question one way or the other. Well, you you actually just did say yes or no, so <laughs> we will answer the question yes or no. That's how we'll answer it. <laughs> 
Uh, actually, Buck is uh, going to make an appearance in a show called Auto Response uh, yes. in the club in a couple of weeks, and then I guess on the radio in a couple of months. But um, yeah, in the spring, uh, yeah, he has a, it. Kind of furthers Buck a little bit, furthering mm-hmm. Buck in his storyline, and um, uh, and so yeah, listen, listen for that one too. Auto Response is what it's called. Well, thank you, Hannah, for your question, and mm-hmm. uh, let's go on to Haley from Bay City, Texas. Rachel Woodward is Richard Maxwell's sister, but why do they both have a different last name? Ah, yes. good question. Good 30 question. years people have been sending in this question. <laughs> <They're>, wow, <laughs> we got we had such great fans. Boy, they just listened to everything. Well, you know what? Um, uh, they, they, the answer is, of course, that they come from a broken family. And, you know, you can read a lot about this. Um, I go into a lot of detail about the Maxwell's life about Richard Maxwell's life and his family in the Blackard Chronicles books. Mm-hmm. So um, especially books, uh, books, books, especially books, all of a sudden I turned into, <laughs> I'm, I'm Gollum, especially books, um, especially books three and four, I believe. Um, there's yeah. a lot of backstory for um, R- uh, Richard and Rachel and um, just how they, how they um, developed as characters. So yeah, get those but books. But don't just read yeah. books three and four. Yeah, oh no! Don't, don't, don't read start just there. books three and four. Read all of them. You have to kind of read the whole thing. It's this wonderful story, this big like story arc that's really really cool. So um, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, that's the whole idea behind the Blackard books. There's a lot of information about a lot of the characters um, that we didn't get in the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a certain you have, you have limited time and whatnot in in terms of the episodes, but in in the books uh, we can delve into it a whole lot more and go into the backstory and stuff that was happening behind the scenes that we didn't really know about. Um, and it and it kind of it, it's kind of cool. It's kind of interesting to change and might change your perspective on a few characters, which is really kind of fun to do too. So well, I can say I think it's not kind of cool. I think it's very cool. So uh, I think you should <laughs> check out the books for sure. If you have any interest in Blackguard, then the books will be very interesting for you. All right. Next up, let's go to a question here from Sarah Bella from Loveburn, California. Sarah Bella had this question. What grade are Buck and Jules in? Because I've seen lots of different episodes, um, and I'm not really sure which grade they're in because they're, I have a feeling they're either in eighth grade or in their first years of high school. Thank you for taking my question. I love you guys. You're the best. Oh, oh you're, you, the best. We're getting, uh, you're the We're best. getting so much love today. This is awesome. Thank you, Sarah well, Bell. And I love your name. She's from Lovebird. Lovebird. Yeah. <laughs> and we love your name, too. It's a wonderful name. Yeah, it's a great yeah. name. Sarah and it's a great that. question. It's, it's, we, we get these kind of questions a lot about what grades kids are in and what ages mm-hmm. they are. I think I forget about how important that is to younger people until I'm around my kids. Mm-hmm. And then that's very important to them, how old people are and what grade they're in. So, uh, Marshall, Phil, Dave, what grade do you envision Buck and Jules in? Well, now, didn't didn't Buck and Jules have uh, – aren't they driving now? Didn't they yes. have a, a recent yes, episodes driving. about them driving? That should give correct? a clue, yes. So, At least 10th grade. I would they have to be 16, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, 16 or 15 in seven months or whatever it is to get a Yeah, there are a few states that allow you younger, but – Yeah, yeah. Speaking of younger, Marshall, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think they're pro- they're they've got to be at least sixteen years old. But uh, I mean, I think we've we've got different levels of kids. We've got like Wyatt, who's in elementary school, and we've got yeah. Olivia and Zoe, and uh, um, who's another one? It's an um, buddy, Jay. maybe. No, I think Jay's, Jay's Zoe, in high school, isn't he? Emily. Um, yeah, yeah, Emily. Yeah, Emily's I think in, is middle in, school. There in yeah. middle school. In middle school, you've got Bucks, um, Buck, Jules, and and Jay that are in high school. Yeah. yeah. 
We, but we the, do have certain characters like Jay who, who seem to kind of fluctuate back and forth. Yes, <laughs> Jay lot. and Valerie um, seem to change yeah. grades. I think that's a fair enough observation. They seem yeah. to be But I think we grades. need those characters, to be quite honest. I mean, I want to defend the idea of having yeah. them because... We, you know, they, they're they're flexible enough that we can put them in any situation, mm-hmm. and and we kind of need that every once in a while. And if they if if we get a character that we we're absolutely nailing down that this is their age, then it, it kind of limits sometimes what we can do with them. But yeah, um, but so we kind of need those floating characters, those floating age characters. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of ages, we have another question about age from TJ from Pashka, Washington, and he asks, I was wondering. How old is Jason? Yeah, we're wondering that same question. <laughs> He's old enough. That's how old he is. He's old enough. Somewhere between 24 and like 106. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's got to be somewhere. No, I, He's a Whitaker. He's a Whitaker. What do you want? I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have no idea. The Whitaker family is so. Yeah. But um, it, it, this question comes up so often about how old people are. And, and I think it would just do us all just to really really good to uh to kind of just not focus on Care. that <laughs> <For honesty. laughs> because, because, because honestly, we have no way of answering it yeah it just doesn't make any sense and, and it's just one of those things you've gotta <laughs> you gotta suspend your disbelief you know like the the brady bunch house is completely different layout from the outside to the inside okay so you know you've got to disp- <laughs> suspend your disbelief no, all of these kids, all of these kids are wondering what the Brady Bunch is right now. So, <laughs> oh, they know the Brady Bunch. They said they seen Nickelodeon. But, but you know, it is an interesting. This is the same as the last question. It is an interesting question. Is that it's interesting how many people they are really latched onto age. They really want to know how old the characters are. Yeah. Well, I think for kids, age is something they think about a lot. So, you know, uh, how much older are people than them? What kind of generation do they belong to? Because you kind of think of things in terms of your age, people who are a little older than you, your parents' generation, grandparents. And so uh, age just is something that kids think about a lot. And I I think it's a fair question. It's just one that's hard to answer. I guess for me, uh, I, I would say that Jason is somewhere in, in his late 30s or early 40s. There you go. All right, time to move on. And I'm very much looking forward to this next question, which is another one from Ella <laughs> too. from Tacoma, Washington. And Ella has this question. Why did Nathan Hubler shave his spiky head? <laughs> <laughs> that is the question of the hour, Ella. <laughs> You win, Ella. You win. You win. You get a star. Well done. (laughs) Why did you shave your spiky head? (laughs) Well, uh, I I just am reflecting that this is the point of celebrity where people are discussing your hairstyle. So (laughs) I don't. I don't think she's talking. I don't think she's talking about your hairstyle. I think she's talking about your head. Yeah. (laughs) My my head used to be a lot about your hair. She said your spiky head. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, Ella. You probably will never be in this situation, but uh, when you're a guy and you start to get older, then you might start to bald a little bit, and it's just a little bit easier to just shave your head and not have to worry about your hair so much. So that's what I've been doing lately. It's so easy. You get, you know, in the morning when you're in front of the mirror, you don't have to spend time messing with your hair. You're just good to go. So so that's why. I hope you were not wanting a more exciting answer, but, <laughs> but that's what it is. is, is... Is this podcast going to be accompanied by a picture? 
I hope. Yeah. Please. Yeah. A before, before and after. And after. A before yeah. and after. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yes. Got to be. So Got to be. It's the opposite of the hair club for men. Here's what I used to have a lot more. <laughs> So you're saying that you know you you started going a little bit uh, uh, thin on top and you just surrendered? Yeah, I just said you know, yeah, I'm, not gonna mess I'm just going to go ahead and cut it all just, off. Just Forget embrace it. it. Just embrace just it. Just embrace it. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> all right, so Ella, I hope that answers the question for you. We're moving on to our last question here, which is from Ava from Sturbridge, Massachusetts, and Ava has this question: How many more Imagination Station books? are you guys going to come out with? There's been a lot, and we love them. And so I'm wondering how long you're going to keep going with them for. Um, My little brother, Ben, he comes up to me one day, and he said, the biggest word I just learned how to read is Mr. Whitaker. And (laughs) we loved that. So thank you guys so much. Bye. Oh, that's, oh, that's sweet. sweet. That's a great story. That's a great story. (laughs) How many more books are there going to be? Well, we have no plans to stop doing the books. Um, they've, mm-hmm. been, they've been very, very popular. Very uh, as of yeah, as of now, I think they've sold over a million copies all altogether. So yeah. wow, that's, that's really exciting. Marianne yeah. Herring uh, is doing a fabulous job, and the next series she's talking about uh, creating will uh, be on explorers like Magellan. So mm-hmm. cool, uh, lots now, to look Mar- forward to. Marianne Herring is is who? Uh, what does she do? Yeah, Marianne is the uh, the author of many of the books, and also pretty much the architect of the series. She mm-hmm. and Paul McCusker brainstormed it years ago, and then Marianne. Uh, kind of took off on her own and has been uh, either the writer or uh, the editor of most of the books. Magellan, that'll be fun. Explorers. Wow. And Marshall, you've written at least uh, one or two of the Imagination Station books. I did one on the Pilgrims. I did one on uh, Joseph, Old Testament Joseph. Uh, There was one more. I can't remember my own own books. Um, (laughs) They were You're great. at that age, Marshall. You're at there, that there was, age. There was another one. I'm, there was another one. I'm sure it was really exciting. And well <laughs> it's really gripped you. It in was your the hiding place, wasn't yes, it? Sir. Hiding place. Yes. Okay. That was actually it was exciting. Um, <laughs> World War II, Nazis. <laughs> sounds exciting. Stuff, sounds memorable too. I, I can't imagine how you forgot about that yeah. one. Oh, they had to hide. <laughs> it was so secret. <laughs> even you forgot it. Exactly. <laughs> Well, we've come to the end of our questions here. So thank you, everybody, who sent in a question. And I'm sorry if we didn't get to yours. Uh, We will try to get to even more on our next round. But thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging with us this year. It's been quite a year in so many different ways. And Mm -hmm. we're so thankful for our fans and for our our Odyssey team and our actors. And uh, just as we head into this Christmas season and end of the year, we're just reminded again uh, how blessed we are on Adventures in Odyssey. So thank you. Yes, and we love you all too. Yeah, we love you. Thank you all so much. Thanks, team. I feel much more informed heading into 2021. Or at least adequately teased. There were a lot of hints at what's coming. And though Album 68 and 69 are in the history books, Album 70, Finding a Way, started releasing in the club yesterday, December 15th. Awesome. Let's hear a preview of the whole album. What's been happening in Odyssey lately? Album 70, Finding a Way, should tell us. I just can't believe it. Believe what? (gasps) My car's been stolen! 
stolen! I had an overwhelming feeling that I needed to be here at Triple J's today. We have a bona fide mystery. Sounds like mysteries around every corner. Let's solve them together in Album 70, Finding a Way. It's available now on the Adventures in Odyssey Club. Coming soon to CD and download. Find out more at adventuresinodyssey.com. New episodes of Album 70 release every Tuesday in the club. If you're not a member yet, you can join today and hear this album and every other album from the Odyssey Vault. Visit aioclub.org. And that's all for this edition of the official Adventures in Odyssey podcast, a presentation to focus on the family. Check us out online at adventuresinodyssey.com slash podcast. Or you can call Focus at 1-800-A-FAMILY. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse. Reminding you that with God in your life, every day is an adventure.